your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. It's a very big day for neighbours of ours in Limerick because the grand opening of the new Children's Grief Centre complex is happening this afternoon and uh, Minister Norma Foley is going to do the honours and you will remember us talking quite a bit about the Children's Grief Centre over the years and you have played your part, I can tell you, in what's about to happen today through Live 95 Helping Limerick Children and Sister Helen Culhan is with others, one of the driving forces behind the Children's Grief Centre and delighted to have her in the studio on a busy day for her. You're very welcome, Helen. How are you doing? Uh, well, I started off, Joe, I went to a half-eight mass this morning because I felt there was a lot of, um, I suppose, praise the Lord first for the gratitude and the help. And there's so many people who have come on board over the last 14 years. So I started with prayer. Then I went down to the hairdresser and got a wash and blow dry. You mightn't think it now to look at it. So a big thanks to Susan in Hair Affair. So I'm here now, but it was very important for me to come here because uh, Live 95 have have played a big part in our story over the last 14 years. You've always been there supporting you and I want to take this opportunity to thank you especially and all your staff for your continuous support. It means an awful lot to us, so thank you. Yes, and the listeners have been fabulous as well, I know, in helping with the fundraising too and so many other sources of funds were important in this project as well, weren't they? Uh, <clears throat> Joe, yes, I suppose the first thing I have to acknowledge my congregation, the Sisters of Mercy, they, they have donated the beautiful building that we're in. Then we had to raise over three million to bring it up to the standard that it is. And it is beautiful and uh, people are welcome to contact me and I'd only be too happy to give them a tour. And particularly J.P. McManus Foundation, what would we do only for the J.P. McManus Foundation? They have been tremendous in the grant that they give us. Also a group down in Cork called Tomer, T-O-M-A-R, uh, the Bond Secure and Log Devices. But, and I want to remember the many individuals because they they have been so important and have you know stood by us and have gone out there fundraising for us for the last 14 years. And <clears throat> again, it's today we're remembering more, all of them because it's it is a very special day for us. Uh, it's a dream come true. Uh, you you dream of this and you think it was never going to happen. But when you when we walk around our beautiful building now, we have five new support rooms and um, the ch- we're in the building for the last week, six weeks and the children children who, who are coming and have come just love it and the parents. We have this, again, uh, very warm, welcoming, waiting room full of light and I have to acknowledge the work of our architects, Ailish Drake and Connor Horrigan and they're just, yeah, it is stunningly beautiful and I suppose that's what we want for our children and the children of the future. At the moment, we're seeing about 50 children a week. So we would hope uh, we have two extra rooms. So we would hope to double that. Again, I will be depending on resources from the government. I heard there you had Niall Collins on. If I had got a little word with him now, I might have. <laughs> but I believe he's coming to the opening. So I might have a whisper in his ear. Remind listeners about the small beginnings of the Grief Centre. Yes, it's. Um, I suppose I had worked as a social worker in child protection, also in CAMS and in Milford Hospice. And what I could see very clearly and plainly, Joe, there was little or no services 
or supports for children. But, you know, sadly, I think that's still the case because what we notice now, we have children travelling from Dublin, Cork, Kerry, Galway, uh, uh, Killarney, Offaly. Uh, so it started off that I approached my provincial with this, I suppose, kind of a vision that we needed to do something to support bereaved children and children whose parents were separated. And I, again, uh, they were they listened and suggested that I would form a support group of professionals that would discern it with us. And that's what happened. And again, because I had been in Limerick and all my life and working, I had many wonderful contacts. And I contacted 15 people ranging from GPs to uh, social workers to psychotherapists, family therapists, uh, legal people, an accountant, a bereaved father, I remember, a family therapist. And we came together and we sat and we reflected and we talked about this and we sent out a questionnaire and then eventually after about a year and a half, uh, Sister Peggy Collins, my provincial at the time, uh, suggested that I take a year leave of absence from my job in Milford, which I found very difficult because I loved working in the hospice and uh, they were going to give me two rooms in the Mount, which they did, and that they would fund it. And they have funded all our overheads for the last 14 years. We say, I, I couldn't receive a salary because there was no money there. To, but that they were going to look after me. And um, so it started with the two rooms in the Mount. And then they then wonderful volunteers came on board. People like the Mary Browns of West Limerick and the Beryl Carswell and Eta um, Hannon, uh, people with qualifications, but who were retired and who were willing to give up their time and expertise uh, and I'm thinking of Mary Morton who comes in and do admin and Mary Fagan who helps out in admin so we then moved to Westburn and there was a wing of the convent there free, it was bigger so the congregation again uh, refurbished that for us and did a beautiful job and we were there for about 10 years and then the board of management could see that the need for the service was growing and growing, our waiting list was getting bigger and a decision was made that we needed to do something. And it was a big challenge. Uh, as you know, Olive Foley is our ambassador. She came on board as ambassador and has been a wonderful ambassador for us. And so we started um, uh, this dream that we needed a children's grief centre in Limerick and that we needed our own building. We were very fortunate in that, uh, we'd say it's three years ago, that we were gifted the building and the challenge then was to refurbish it. Yes, and it's not far from us here on the no. Dock Road, is it? Yeah. Um, and it's very important, I know, for you to always emphasise that grief comes in many forms. Mm. We're not just talking about children who may have lost a parent, for mm. example, through illness. or. Mm. And Joe, that's so true because that was one of the reasons that I set up that we would support children whose parents were separated and we say divorced. What young people tell me, it's not the separation that is the end of the world, but they talk over and over again about being caught in the middle. And one of our leaflets actually that we have is called Stuck in the Middle. And children grieve when parents separate. Children also grieve when a pet dies. But we had to focus on two, we say, losses. And these were the biggest losses at the time that I could see with my research. And um, and children do grieve, but when and when they're allowed to grieve... And uh, and they do grieve when parents separate, but with support and that they can have a relationship with both uh, parents. And, you know, just saying that, just coming up the street a few minutes ago, a lady stopped me 
and about 10 years ago she brought her children to me when her uh, when she separated and she just said look I want to thank you and she said it made all the difference and she said uh, my four my four ch- adult children now have all done very well Helen and she said it just shows you know like separation isn't the end of the world but it what happens between the parents yeah uh, is it by referral that children come to you yes and uh, we were we were very uh, conscious in the beginning that the referrals would come only from parents because I suppose I found from my work experience, Joe, uh, you know, you'd have other people referring GPs in schools, but uh, I believe the parents are the experts on their children. So all the referrals come through the parents. Now, we would have uh, GPs phoning us and, and school principals, but what we do in a case like that is we send the leaflet out to the school and say, can you give that to the parents? And we find in we have... A, a really good attendance rate and I believe that is due because it's the parents who are coming they make the first route of contact and where there's separation we meet with both parents unless there's some good reason that we can't. And Sister Helen you know today is a day of joy and mm-hmm. satisfaction and people will see the images on social media and the papers and mm-hmm. the chat we're having here what was the toughest moment on the journey for you? Um yeah, I think the challenge of thinking where are we going to get three pints something million, I will never forget it. And thinking, oh my God. And just, I suppose, I have great faith, uh, Joe, and I always I always trusted uh, our foundress, Catherine McCauley, has a wonderful saying. She, it was, put P-U-T, your whole confidence in God and he will never let you want. And that has been my experience. So, of course, that was a challenge, but it's amazing now, you know, even this morning when I was at Mass thinking about Little did I or even my colleagues ever think we'd see the day that we'd be having an official opening of this beautiful building. And uh, it's <coughs> and what we're excited today about, four of our young people who attended this service will be officially launching it with uh, Minister Rabbit. We have Minister Rabbit coming as well now, I need to say, and Minister Foley. So they're going to be uh, officially unveiling with her. All right. Well, listen, a fantastic story and so many people helped and such satisfaction I imagine for you and for others mm. who worked there today but also that, that story you told of just on the street there and someone coming saying thank you it's it's brilliant so listen um, uh, we're delighted for you because I, I, I know from talking to you over the years how much has gone into this by you and the team and all the people that you mentioned and many others that you just couldn't get the time to mm. mention uh, this morning and I hope it's a wonderful day and I know you'll go on to do amazing continuing work for children in grief uh, around Limerick and well beyond Thank you, Joe. Great to see you. That's Sister Helen Colhan. So the Grief Centre, its brand new, wonderful premises, will open a bit later today. Your views, your news.